Shaba. Shaba, I believe, is uh, Swahili for bow to the Son of God. You know, that's my main deal. I'm into Jesus and I'm always bowing. Some people think I'm on drugs and alcohol, but I'm on ecstasy of Jesus Christ. Crazy stuff. We boosted yesterday's broadcast, just the sermon in uh, Canada and Scandinavia and the United Kingdom, Netherlands, and Australia, New Zealand. And it was actually quite positive. We got a few people went crazy on us, but that's to be expected. You always can expect that liar to be the loudest. The liar is always the loudest. Usually, usually the sheep are just like, oh yeah, bring it on thick, Lord Jesus. And then you got that one goat amongst all the sheep that's just butting everybody, making a huge fuss. And you got, you know, you could have a hundred thousand sheep and they're just all blissed out in peace. And one goat would just be louder than a hundred thousand sheep combined. I've seen that in full-time ministry the last 12 years. So don't be distracted. There are a lot of sheep in the good shepherd of Jesus Christ. There are a lot of people eating the tender green grass and laying down beside the still refreshing waters of life. A lot of people. I'd tell you the truth, you know, we're prophetic, so we always test people to burn hotter and go from glory to glory, you know. It's like having a disciplinarian on your back to root you on like a coach to keep running the race to win the prize of the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus and to never settle for complacent satisfaction. So we get a hard time from a lot of people because we're disciplinarians as apostles of God. But I tell you the truth, the Bride of Christ has never been better. This is as healthy as she's ever been. Because God sees the spirit. God sees the heart. And as far as spiritual development, this is exciting. I see all Mount Zion burning through the earth today. And by earth, I mean flesh, earthen vessels, and blood. The blood of the earth. Amen. And without blood, there is no life. The life is in the blood. Amen? And we have the life blood of the Lamb on the throne that's transfigured. That's the river of glory through our hearts. And it's a river for those who believe. And so we're dealing with a lot of doubt and unbelief. You notice that? A lot of Christians, a lot of Christians, even Christians that read their Bible 15 minutes or two hours every day, still have some stuff in them that really is not on board with Christ not fully on board with Christ. We're dealing with a lot of envy, we're dealing with a lot of strife, we're dealing with a lot of covetousness and adultery in people's hearts, a lot, a lot. A lot of stuff hidden in the secret person of the heart, the person God sees, called your eternal spirit. <laughs> That's the person that God fathers. He's the father of spirits. He's never fathered flesh. He fathers your spirit life. And people see the flesh and they're like, oh, well, man, that person's got a long ways to go. And that's like, oh, no, that's actually Jesus, you know, the Neanderthal-looking guy that you just judged unrighteous. That was actually the creator of heaven and earth. And that's what the Israelites realized. They're like, you know, this guy, the son of Joseph, the carpenter's son, and even his mom and his brothers and his sisters came out to carry him away because he's uh, lost his mind. Like, Jesus, time to come back home to Nazareth. He's claiming to be the Messiah. They thought he was nuts. 
You know, he lived 30 years as a man. A man. A normal human being. Well, not really normal. He's just a perfect human being. But then he was anointed of the Holy Spirit. And it descended in the form of a dove. And the Father said, This is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. And at that moment, when he was baptized by John in the River Jordan, he became Jesus Christ. He wasn't just Jesus of Nazareth, the human being. He was Jesus Christ, the Son of God in power. And then he was immediately led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted 40 days by Satan. What a Holy Spirit. What kind of Holy Spirit leads you into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan? Unbelievable. You know? I thought the Holy Spirit's supposed to lead me just to nice places where everything's so easy and I don't have to do anything and I can just be lazy. And it's like leading me to Satan to be tempted in the wilderness? What the heck, Holy Spirit? I thought you were my friend. Do you want me to die? Did you bring me out of Jordan to kill me in the wilderness? And that's the complaint of so many Christians. Did you bring me out of the river to kill me in Egypt? He is the river. The thing about it is he wants you to not just be able to sit in the presence, in the fullness of glory, in the river of glory, in the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, in the burning anointing oil. He wants you to walk in the burning anointing oil. And he wants to teach you how to talk the Word of God, a double-edged sword on fire in the anointing oil. Amen. And He wants you to begin to fly with the great white eagle. Your spirit can fly. You have wings. <laughs> you dwell under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. Psalms 91. Guess what? God has wings. Is God angelic? <sighs> yeah, big time. In the Old Testament, Jesus Christ is called the angel of the Lord. Hallelujah. But he's the Messiah now. He's got a body. It's transfigured. He even tells you to eat his flesh and drink his blood so you know he's in the flesh so we're not the spirit of Antichrist. For all you theologians watching, I know that's important to you. Holy Ghost. Did he come in the flesh? Let me see the piercings. There they are. The lamb that was slain. I worship you. So glorious. He's the source of our light and our salvation. He's the light of life, and no darkness can ever penetrate the light of the Lamb on the throne of our hearts. How bright do you want to burn with the Lamb on the throne? Do you know that every one of you has the Lamb on the throne in your spirit? The day you first believed, you asked Jesus into your heart, you got Him. You got Him. Jesus is in your heart. Now what are you going to do with Him? Are you going to let Him take over your whole heart? Do you want to glow? Do you want to walk through walls, walk on water, raise the, raise the dead, heal the sick, cleanse lepers, drive out demons? Loose! <laughs> Amen. Good. That's the work of the Lamb on the throne burning through your heart, the source of the anointing oil, the anointed one. Does He sit on the throne of your heart? Are you yielding to Him more territory of the soil of your heart? It's all about the heart. It's not about the head. Old Covenant evangelism was converting the soul, the head, the brain. <laughs> New Covenant evangelism is God is an all-consuming fire in the heart. And out of the heart, the head speaks. If you don't convert the heart, 
you just turn them into Pharisees. You must burn through their hearts with fresh anointing oil or they're not real Christians. There's no possible way that the brain can bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Clearly it is written, the entire point of Jesus coming and saving us is so that we can bear the fruit of the kingdom and fruit that lasts. You cannot be saved in the brain. You can only be saved in the heart. And the heart alone bears the fruit of the tree of life, 30, 60, 100 fold, even a thousand fold monthly, it is written. You have the thousand fold in Deuteronomy 111. Thousand fold increase monthly of the fruitfulness of Jesus Christ burning in your heart. He is the anointing oil. Christ in you. May your heads realize the glory. In other words, may your carnal minds be crucified with Christ. May there be nothing in your heads that resists the anointing oil. May the fire of God be an all-consuming fire of love and the love of God that's divine is always ecstasy so that ecstasy can separate the sheep from the goats because ecstasy is the only divine love or the love that is God there's ever been. If it's not ecstasy, it's not divine love because it's always burning in the heart. Amen. You'll know if it's fake religious niceness or real divine love by ecstasy. Ecstasy of divine love. The burning anointing oil in the heart. And there's no cap. So what we're going to do is we're going to burn with all of the anointing oil of the anointed one in our spirit life through our hearts and we're going to completely blowtorch all heart life in the world with divine love of ecstasy of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been doing it for about 10 years every day broadcasting but I'm telling you he's turning up the fire because we're loving more perfectly and unconditionally than ever before yeah we're sinned against constantly people lie about us every day who cares I don't listen to the dead we're raised from the dead while in the body Philippians 3:11. none of that bothers us the serpent and all of his kingdom is so far under my feet I don't even have problems I have all the solutions that I pour out of my cup upon everyone that's still down there with the dead. Be raptured in your hearts and minds while in the body. Rise from the dead. This is the resurrection anointing oil. The resurrection is having your heart and mind raptured into the third heaven while still in the body. That is written in Philippians chapter 3, verse 11, Amplified Classic. That your whole heart be raptured. That your whole soul and mind and personality be raptured into the third heaven while in the body. So that you're a temple of the Holy Spirit or a Melchizedek priest that only brings the third heaven and no human ministry. It's so easy. All you have to do is yield to Christ. The only people that have a hard time with it are the self-righteous that want to help God out with their human nature that's so well-trained in Bible knowledge in the brain. And I love Pharisees. I mean, there's a hundred million Pharisees here. And listen, the Pharisees can be saved just as easy, easily as the rebels in the pig trough, you know, the drug addicts and the sexually immoral and those that are in all kinds of secret sin of adultery. 
All those people can be easily saved as the self-righteous and the prideful and those that are better than others because of what they've done in the flesh and their fleshly carnal abilities and all the goodness of their humanity which is self-righteousness in the light of Cain's pride that murdered his brother. I'm telling you, God is no respecter of outward persons, of externalism or statuses or of bank accounts or of classes or of tribes. We're the tribe of Judah because, you know, we're in Jesus Christ, the lion on the, on the throne, the lion of the tribe of Judah that's conquered. And the seven blazing torches are burning through our heart because His throne is in our spirit. The spirit is the holy of holies. And the seven spirits of God are before His throne, so they're in our heart, and they burn through our heart. Therefore, our souls blaze in an ever-increasing glory from the holy of holies, which is the Lamb of God on the throne of our spirit. Amen. And guess what? When the Lamb of God on the throne of your spirit life burns through all your heart and through your mind in a perfect release of the Lamb's love through all nations, then you've hit the mark of the high calling. That's the mark of the high calling. Walking in the perfect love of Christ, which is nothing less than ecstasy and rapture. If you want to sow into that word, donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Amen.